Be Mitch and Finley, 1067, the fan. Don't want to waste any time. I want to get right to the BetQL guest line and talk with our next guest, Mr. Denard Wilson. He does. A DeMatha Stag, a University of Maryland Terrapin, and right now a assistant coach for the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. Denard, what's up, man? Thank you very much for making man. some time. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How y'all doing today, man? We're good, brother. How you feeling? Yeah. Man, I'm outstanding. I'm outstanding. Out here in this good weather, man, getting ready for this game. Yeah, I mean, we're out here in Arizona, too. It is it is pleasant out here. I, I, there's so many things I want to ask you about, and I love when people from the DMV really make it to the highest level. Like, I enjoyed watching Caleb Williams win the Heisman, right? For you, right. you're a DeMatha guy. You're a Terp. You're coaching in the Super Bowl. H- have you taken a moment to think about all of that? No, I mean, it's really it's surreal, you know. You know, when you start this journey, even as a player and then as a coach, man, you you know, you always w- wants to get to the pinnacle, and that's the Super Bowl. And uh, just to be in this moment, it's surreal. Um, you know, life life comes at you fast when you get here, and, you know, you prepare your whole life for it, and, and you're just ready to go about it and, and, and do your best and try to try to get a victory. Then our coaching and playing in Philadelphia is a different uh, thing. I think a lot of people don't understand – how much pressure comes because those those fans that they, people think are crazy, they're actually smart yeah. and they're passionate. How do you right. feel now being a, about to go in the Super Bowl and, and wanting to make sure you impress those guys out there that cheer for you all every day? Well, I mean, you love the Philly uh, fans. Um, like you say, be missed. They, they are real passionate. They have a thorough understanding of just football and ins and outs. Um, you know, the highs and lows of what goes into it from a daily basis, from a play-to-play basis. Uh, it's been nothing but the utmost respect for these for these people. They just want uh, teams that come out there and play hard, play physical, uh, play smart situational football. And if you do that, the fans will love you. Um, we're talking with Denard Wilson, Eagles defensive backs coach, defensive passing game coordinator. Um, Denard, I, I can't help but notice looking at the Eagles, like looking at the coaching staff you're a part of, and it starts with Nick Sirianni, the head coach. But both coordinators, your special teams coordinator – this looks like a, a younger staff than most when you look around the league. Is that something you notice and you feel when, when you guys are in your meetings and, and preparing for the whole season, let alone the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, you see it every day, and I think it was done, you know, it was done on purpose um, from an organizational standpoint, from, from Mr. Laurie to Howie Roseman to Nick Sirianni. He wanted a coaching staff that, uh, had young, vibrant guys with 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 uh, big ideas that's been around a you know few years, but when guys get other opportunities, you know from the staff they have the ability to move guys up and keep the same chemistry. So I think it was done strategically. Um, you know it's a fun environment to be in. You know everybody's young, got the young kids. So you know we have a, we have a good time, and then you know we put the work in together. So it's it's, it's a fun environment. But getting ready for this game, though, you're playing against a coach that did a lot of stuff in uh, in, in, in Philadelphia, Andy Reid. But that offense, they are a little different. As yeah. a defensive back coach, how do you get your guys ready to go against an offense like that? And Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the big it, it goes back to this, guys. It goes back to just technique fundamentals. But the biggest thing is putting your eyes where they're supposed to be, right? Because Andy Reid, he's been doing this for a long time. He's going to have something that you haven't practiced, that you haven't seen, but it goes back to the basic fundamentals of football. All right, don't don't get caught up in the hoopla at the moment. 
do the little things correct. And if you do that and you have rules all right, within your defense, whatever they give you that's new, you can live through the play. So, you know, my biggest thing, especially for my players, is do what we do well, right? We play, we play as one. All right? We communicate extremely well. Um, we surround formations by just the way we communicate and being ahead of all shifts and motions. And let's line up and play. And then at the end of the day, when the ball is snapped, be physical once the ball's in the air or once they run it. We got to go hunt. And that's what I've been preaching all week, keeping the main thing the main thing. And uh, just got to give our best shot. So when you talking with Eagles defensive backs coach and defensive pass game coordinator Denard Wilson here, um, when you prepare for a team like Kansas City and Mahomes specifically, obviously Patrick's ability to extend plays is a huge part of what makes him so dangerous. But right now, you know, he's dealing with the ankle. And, and that ankle's not 100%, regardless of what gets said. They got good medicine, man. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but how do you – how do you prepare your guys for this week? Do you still have to prepare like it's like it's padded hundred percent, or do you do you think of different ways? All right, this this is the Super Bowl. He's going to be at his best, um, so I'm preparing the same way. And, and just like y'all touched on it, him extending plays is he does a phenomenal job of that. But it's also about you have to finish every play, and especially from the back end, you have to finish the plays through the receiver. You know, when you look at him and you look at the chemistry he has with Kelsey, once he starts to move, you know, you could be in perfect coverage. But once he moves and your eyes go somewhere else where they're not supposed to be, that's when they start making a, a whole bunch of explosive plays. So for me, it's just telling them guys, man, they gotta, they have to finish through the receiver. They have to finish every play like like he's extending it. And uh, obviously, you got to work plastering and coverage and all those things. But um, he's going to make plays, man. He's one of the best in the business. It's going to happen. It's just how can we just keep our exposure and then on the next play settle down and, and, and go out there and try to make a play for our team. But uh, he's going to do what he does best. I mean, he's a hell of a quarterback, and everybody knows it. Yeah, ab- no, absolutely. You get to this point, you have to have great leadership. And I know Mr. Lurie, I played under Jeff, and Jeff is one of the, I think, best owners in the league. Uh, but then you go with the head coach, Sirianni. Mm-hmm. First came on the scene, many people thought he was aloof with the way he had his press conference. But that dude, I keep telling people, he, everybody buys what he sells. What right. is it about him that makes him the coach that's in this moment so quickly? Well, he's, he's consistent. Um, he's been consistent from day one. Um, he preaches core values. The biggest One of the biggest core values he preaches is connection. Right, so we already talked about the coaching staff and the connection, but it's the connection with within the players, uh, the connection with the players and coaches, the connection with the equipment managers and everybody else in the building. So when you're connecting, you all on the same level. It's not about I, it's about we. And our guys, the only the, our guys have success when other people have success. Like I have one of the uh, 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 best selfless uh, individuals in my room, Darius Slay. Slay doesn't care about the accolades that he received. He wants to get the young guys to be to be better, to be on, on, on the level in which he plays. So when you see that throughout the whole building, you see it throughout the whole team, um, it, it becomes effective, and uh, guys believe in it. You, you talked about Darius Slay. I mean, I think you can make a pretty easy argument that you all have the best secondary in the NFL. Bradbury. Slay, Bradbury, uh Gardner Johnson, Johnson on the on yep. the back line there. What do you what do you make of your guys and and, and how much you enjoy coaching this bunch? Uh, this is a crazy bunch, man. We have a lot of fun, um, <laughs> but 
But all you know, all of them. DB's a crazy coach. coach. You know that. Yeah, yeah. You got to be able to. You know, you got to be the line tamer. Um, but you know, all these guys, they want to be the best at what they do, right? And it's my job, like you know, I always tell Howie this: if you give me a player, it's, it's my job to get that player to be the best at his, at, you know, the best of his, of his ability, what he can maximize his talent at. It's my job to get it out. And all these guys, man, every day, you should see them in a meeting room. You know, any information you give them, they grasp it. You know, they're real passionate about it. They'll go out there and execute it. Like, we give a, if I give a tip or we give a tip or something going into a game, they're going to play it. And the thing I really love about them, they don't do a lot of guessing. They anticipate the plays. If they know it, they go get it. And, uh, and they have fun doing it with each other. You know, it's all about, the, the, you know, the group mentality. You know, I always preach it to them, being a pack of wolves, wolves, we all go together. And it's not about just one person. So it's just probably been the funnest group I've ever coached. That's great. Um, you Let's know what's go. funny is I, I've been covering NFL locker rooms for a while now, and, and I, my contention is NFL defensive backs are the most irrationally confident men on the planet. <laughs> and and exactly. you, you almost have to be because you're – I mean – I think you can make the argument that playing DB on the outside in the NFL is the hardest job there is in the sport, if not maybe left tackle. But you're, right. you're not allowed to touch anything. They want to flag you if you sneeze. I mean, how hard <laughs> is it to be a, a defensive back in the NFL? Oh, it is. I mean, you talk about their confidence. They got to live on the edge. Um, yes. That's why, you know, when you, when you see their personalities, they have huge personalities because, I mean, every day you get an attack. And then you know how it is. When you play in a secondary – no matter how the play is, at the end of the day, you see we're the last line of defense. So if something happens in coverage, it's always our fault. If the ball breaks through the defense and we don't keep the cup, we don't surround the ball, it's always our fault. So they have to live in the edge. they got to have a short memory. Um, you know, but hey, as long as they do things together and they, they're always where they're supposed to be, good things happen. So, Absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it, it is what it is. Um, I, I wanted to read. I want to get to College Park in Hyattsville, but I, I wanted to read you a, a, a quote from Darius Slay. Um, mm-hmm. He said, "I'm not going to sit here and play around." Denard, man, he's been a great coach. He helped me elevate my game to a whole nother level. I know you got to focus this week, but your name is popping up for defensive coordinator jobs. I, I believe you've interviewed with Cleveland. How? How? incredible is it for your journey a, a, a young man i think from upper marlboro to matha maryland and now you're really starting to climb the nfl coaching ranks yeah i mean it's it's you know it's a great thing um when you start out and you do you know how you do anything um you want to be the best at what you do and you set goals and you set standards and uh, ever since i got in this profession you know i've never wanted to skip steps you look at my resume and look how i started to where i got now and the reason I, I, I strategically did a lot of those things so I could have the wealth of knowledge so when the opportunity presents itself for me to move on to be a coordinator or potentially be a head coach, that I'm ready for it. And I've seen a lot of things, and, and when things come up, I don't make rash decisions. I stay uh, true to what I believe. So, it's, I mean, it's an honor to get your name out there, but at the end of the day, right now it's all about focusing on winning the Super Bowl, right, giving our best shot because, uh, you know, it's only one of 32. And it's hard to get here. I mean, I had a lot of years of losing. And, uh, I mean, it's been a hell of a ride. So, so how has that area? I mean, like, I, I got a lot of friends from the DMV. I've been here for over 30 years myself. And uh, mm-hmm. I understand the mindset of people in the area. How has that upbringing 
help you out in your career? Because I know you all, you believe in what you believe in, <laughs> and you ain't going to let nobody sway you away from it. So how has your upbringing helped you also in this coaching thing to begin to climb those ranks? Well, I mean, it just starts with having the confidence in yourself. And, uh, you know, my journey started started with, you know, I have a great support staff, great family. Um, you know, my mom, who's no longer here, she was outstanding uh, as a mother, uh, caring. She she always said that you achieve every goal that you want because you put the work in it. My dad's probably the guy that they gave me the – my dad was my football coach growing up. So my father was probably – the reason I probably got into football to, in, in the coaching but because of my dad. And some of the same things he talked about when I was a young boy, I still talk about to the players I have today. You know, because it, it all goes back to that. It's the con- it's the connection between the players. You know, my you know doing this for my wife and kids. You know, then my, my older brother who's always been there for me, and then you know um, my cousin Damus, who's actually the head coach at Morgan State University. Just a shout out to Morgan oh, State. Cool. Um, you know, you know th- those people have always been there. And, you know, for me to get to this point, I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it for all those, you know. So that's the, that enjoyment so cool. about being, that's the enjoyment about being here in this, in this environment. Um, all right. So you and I were at Maryland at the same time. I graduated in 03. I'm guessing so we you graduated had, in, in like 2000. I, I graduated in four years, sir. No, um, you know, he was skipping class and stuff. I, listen, I, I'm guessing Denard and I live different college lives. I'm not suggesting that. Um, but I, I have to ask this question of all Terps. Are you, Bentleys or Cornerstone? Oh, early on it was Bentleys. The later, my last couple of years, it was probably a Cornerstone move. The first couple of years, I was in Bentleys a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't is, be is that, your jersey hanging up at Bentley's? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> no, I'm not. Look, my jersey was not retired in Bentley's. So, no, it's not up there. I wasn't I wasn't blessed to, uh, <laughs> to get retired in Bentley's. <laughs> Listen, next time you go into Bentley's, you might not. be wearing a Super Bowl ring. Hell, yeah. Oh, They'll put your jersey hey, up there. That Super Bowl ring will get you a lot of stuff, D. Um, yeah, I hope. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> People ask what I majored in in Maryland. I say Bentleys and bong hits. But I'm guessing <laughs> your, your major was, was much, much different. Um, let, let's go back even – even. let's go further down Route 1 to Hyattsville, mm-hmm. to DeMatha. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it like being part of a program like that that has become like this national brand? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's – being at DeMatha, what people don't understand, you create these relationships with your, with your classmates and your teammates that last forever. Um, and then the environment is like coming up, you wanted to be a part of the best of the best to put yourself in there to compete, to see where you were at. And that's when I went to that school, that's what it was all about. You know, Bill McGregor, who's the head coach again now, man, he was outstanding uh, in the development uh, of me as a person. You know, honestly, when I got hurt when I was with Washington, I came back and started coaching at the math because Bill asked me to come and help out. And that's when, like, the passion of, of, of me coaching really started when I was in that environment. Um, like I say, my friends today, you know, a lot of them probably actually listening in right now. And, and you know, friend that we all have is Scott McBride and, 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 and a couple guys. You know, they, they set the tone because we were all one family. We moved as one. We worked well together. We won a lot of football games. And I was addicted to winning. And then when I went to Maryland, I was addicted to winning. And then I had years, you know, in the, in the NFL where it wasn't as fortunate 
um, because of multiple reasons. But it all starts back, you know, it all starts back at, at, at the math. It starts back at the upbringing, you know, and, and the way I go about everything in life is whenever adversity hits or anything, I always say to myself, go back home. And those environments, those things you went through uh, uh, coming up, that's what gets you through these moments here. So the math was was vital for my development as a person. And then the people that I met there that I'm still friends with, that I communicate with, um, they're some of the best people I've ever met in my life. That's that's such a great answer. When, yeah. I, when I get in trouble, I just think to go home. Um, last one, how cool was it for you to be on that Zamatha team that I think went – 12 and 0 and, and won states and was the best in the in the DC area with Scott and then to uh, and then for so everybody knows Scott is our mutual friend he connected me with Denard for the interview and then to get Scott back on your team with the Terps Oh man it was it was outstanding first of all that running in high school I mean when we lined up man we were we were smoking people we were beating people by 40 something points and but we had talent <laughs> everywhere we had talent everywhere you know it, it was multiple guys went to D1 um, but the big thing about that team, we stayed hungry. I mean, we we didn't care. We didn't care if we were beating you by forty. We was trying to, we was trying to put you under. And uh, and we had a lot of talented guys. The competition, the competition within the within the team was was huge. You know, we we had guys at receiver that were like top guys in the country. And you know, you, as a DB, you're battling against them every day. You're sharpening your tools. You you know, you getting your sword sharper against those guys. Man, it was it was outstanding. I still look at it. I have a team Cheerio box that sits downstairs in my basement that I look at all the time. And, and you know, man, what, what great moments. And, you know, I would love to feel that, yeah. that uh, feeling on this level. Hey, Denard, man, thank you so much. I, I know how busy you are. Yeah. I really appreciate you making thank you time for, the time, for this week, man. Appreciate you guys, man. I'm a big fan. All right. All right. Hey, man. Hey, fan of you, man. Good luck. And, uh, Hope you all go out and get you all one, man, because I'm going to tell you, I, I spent those three years in Philly, and I know exactly how passionate that fan base is, bro. So, yeah. Denard Wilson, luck to you. Eagles DB coach. Right, Thanks thank very you. much, man. Good luck. Right. I appreciate you guys. That is Denard Wilson. When we return here on B. Mitch and Finley. That's a, that's a uh, coach's son right there. You Yo. can listen to him the way he talks. How easy is it to root for that guy? Oh, man, definitely, definitely. Uh, Big time. How, just speaking with him, that dude's at least going to be a D coordinator, if not keep climbing. I'm going to get a head coaching job. I mean, it sure sounds The way like he sounds, it. because, like, the thing about what I was just listening to, I hear so much about interviewing. You can't tell me that dude won't kill an interview. Right. You want, you want somebody to nail an <laughs> exactly. interview? There's your guy. There you go. There's Definitely. your guy. We'll Definitely. be right back. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Download FanDuel now and use promo code Brian so you can bet – Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to the point spreads to who will score a touchdown. And listen, we just finished talking to Denard Wilson, so what I'm going to say is the guys I was thinking going to score a touchdown, I'm going to probably go against them a little bit. I believe that defensive backfield of Philadelphia is going to be doing some things, so maybe, just maybe, Pat Mahomes won't throw as many touchdowns or yards as you would think. All on the top-rated sportsbook app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today with promo code Brian to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 106.7 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old, the president of Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issuance is a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There in the break, uh, the Super Bowl will be on 106.7 The Fan all, all day on Sunday. The fan. Dude. I just happened to be in the car a bunch on um, divisional wild card weekend. Those, the top level, like the national radio broadcasts of football games. Mm-hmm. I think it's Westwood One. If I'm if I have that it's wrong, I'm not taking a shot at anybody. I believe it's Westwood One. They do a great job, man. It's yeah. a really good product. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They I, do a good job. And I love listening to football in the car. Because some too. days, some days when you're listening, you're watching the game. Or your wife wants you to run to the store. You right. got this, and you can turn to a radio station. Like I've always been impressed by people who could talk to me about a game on radio, and they talk so well about it. It's like you're looking at right. Totally. You know, and I think that's it. Like you, you, you like I, I talked to like Doc and also other people from back in the day when you would listen to baseball games on the radio. Yeah. And they were so damn good. It's like you will be able to close your eyes and they will make you see that game as it's happening. Why you got to take a shot at Doc? Like they didn't have TV when he was growing no, up. No, I'm just saying, you know, Doc and Methuselah, his nickname. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, some of the oldest people in the world I respect, man. Because one of the things on Super Bowl Sunday is I feel like so often you get locked into like, oh, we're supposed to go to two different parties and we're going to leave at halftime. Like, or if you're driving around during the day, I can only imagine in landfill. Maybe you could track it down. Look, tomorrow we'll be saying that, right? That's true. Because we got to go to some parties tonight. We got to golf to play. Uh, we got to golf. What are the chances that Jeff actually hooks us up with this Super Bowl party? Zero uh, percent. <laughs> like, so, like, like, like Landfill in the morning when I get on the show, instead of people texting and and, and tweeting that be Taller, he's still drunk. I wasn't drunk. <laughs> I wasn't drunk last night. Said, sounded tired. I wasn't drunk last <laughs> night. I felt like I was drunk, but I wasn't drunk. <laughs> so what they they're not gonna care in the morning that I had to go play golf after I got off the show today. That I had to go eat at this place called Steak Forty Four tonight, where the steaks are starting at about seventy five dollars. They're not gonna care that it got over one hundred and fifty bourbons I could choose from. I want you to know I appreciate you buying dinner tonight. I really do. Oh, uh, I got that. <laughs> pinkies up, um, pinkies up, Jeff. So the party, Landfill. Are you ready for the big party Jeff has us set up to go to? It's Saturday at eleven a.m. Uh-huh. Uh, Jeff. What kind of Super Bowl on, party is Saturday on, at 11 a.m.? JP going to be back in D.C. by yeah, then. I fly back Friday night. <laughs> so, hey, oh, yes, we're going to go. You Me, know. Amit, Ankush, and uh, Gil, we're going. Thank you for the invite, Jeff. Jeff, I do, I do appreciate Jeff, set it up, dog. I want to go because I'm, I'm going to take Monica there. Yeah, I'm going to take Miss oh, Monica. That'd be nice. There. Yeah, yeah. Um, 11 o'clock party. That's the type of party she needs to go. It'll be a.m. That, that's, that's 11 p.m. A, I don't have her out. That's an early morning. <laughs> um. I want to talk about one thing that's really fascinating right now is sports gambling is becoming legalized in more and more states. And while I am largely a believer in people that have wanted to gamble prior to the legalization of sports betting state by state, mm-hmm. people still been gambling. People were gambling 
when gambling was not really talked about. Right. And you think they're going to stop? Like right now, there are those who love it that it's, it's been legalized, but a lot of people don't like to legalize numbers, the, the, num- the options. And let me, let me make the world aware of how bookies work, right? By and large, when you have a bookie, you're on credit. And for some people, that can be very troubling because they're betting money they don't have. But for a lot of people, it means you don't have to put money into an account. And perhaps if you're married and you share your financial information with your spouse, they don't have to know what's going on. Like your golf bag could be your, your bank account. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. But, make but, sure I go check my bank account, make sure I got some, some, some funds in it. But I, I do think that a game like the Super Bowl, this isn't, Week 10, right? This isn't Browns-Texans week 10. This, this is, is the Super Bowl. It's, it, the, it's a pop culture event. Let me see how I can say this word. This is the shit, Nick. You're pushing there it. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah. This is a pop culture event, so I do think the really casual type of betters might be like, all right, you know what? I'm going to download FanDuel. What I told you about last download year? I'm going to I flew home. I always leave the Super Bowl city prior to the game to get back home. And last year, what did I tell you? What did I do for the Super Bowl last year? Did you go to MGM National Harbor? I sat there with my wife and my daughter. At home? No, at a, at a, at a sports bar, and they were gambling. Oh, that's right. And I was yeah. like, what the hell are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, think about for you, because you were a player, right? Yeah. And it was so forbidden to even discuss it. And you've never been a gambler or anything. I remember one of your boys telling me, like, man, you got B-Mitch gambling now? And I was like, <laughs> hey, man, is that me? Don't blame me. Um, all right, a, a couple of things. Have you heard the projected total dollar amount expected to be gambled this weekend legally? I, I, I wonder if it's the amount of money you and I have in our pockets right now. It's significantly more than that. Okay. How much? Uh, Landfill sent a story. I think it was Associated Press projecting 50 Billion dollars wait, 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 gets gambled this week. So, 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 yesterday, see, this is how my life works. Yesterday, I followed a guy, Mark, I forgot Mark's last name. He's like the chairman of the board of Databank. Mark discussed how they're going to be, oh, get, I, they're on. trying to get to 80 b- b- billion. Dollars. I said that wrong. 50 million adults expected to bet this weekend $16 billion. Okay. Well, Mark was talking about 80 billion. Now you're talking about 16. I, I don't function in those areas, uh, dog. I can't conceptualize that. No, no, no. So it's like I, I got up on I'd the like stage. To win it. I said, first of all, you all put me behind this dude, and I'm going to start my I will not discuss money to you all because I don't know how to even speak $80 billion. No. Here's what you do know how to speak. You know how to speak to our friend Garnet Hathaway from the Washington G-H. Capitals. He will join us next. Right now, though, we're giving away tickets. That's right. If you want Brian Adams tickets, be caller number 10, 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Caller number 10, Brian Adams presents so happy it hurts 2023 tour with special guest Joan Jett and the Blackhearts at CFG Bank Arena in Baltimore Tuesday, June 6, 7:30. Tickets courtesy of Live Nation. Garnet Hathaway joins the program next. B Mitch Finley 1067 the fan. About to talk with our guy Garnet Hathaway from the Washington Capitals. Coming up at 
1 o'clock, we'll be joined by Mike Phillips from the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Philly's out here somewhere running around. You know he's causing trouble. I out here wait. lying about something. I can't wait to see what uh, what Phillips will, will, will conjure up storylines. He always finds. You got to come visit us over here. I and our, our, Are at, you cooking out tomorrow night? Uh, That was the goal, right? Yeah, you're going to make ribs. Wednesday. You want ribs? Yeah, y'all got to do ribs. I bet Mike Phillips will come from B. Mitchell. So, ribs. let me see. It's eight of us. I need to get like four or five slabs of ribs. Uh, put them on that little grill, then throw them in the oven to make them more tender. Yeah, I got that. Um, Landfill, how many ribs do you think I'll eat? Uh, two. No, take, take the over on two. Two slabs. Take the under on two <laughs> slabs. Right now, it's time to talk to our friend Garnet Hathaway. Garnet. Garnet is driven by Lindsay Volvo Cars of Alexandria, where their goal is your complete satisfaction. Be like Garnet. Score your next Volvo with the assist from Lindsay in the crease of Alexandria and lindsayvolvocars.com. Garnet, I got to be honest. I didn't think we'd hear from you this week, man. You should be on vacation. Uh, I know. I, I should be. But, he loves uh, us, man. Talking to you guys, yeah. <laughs> he, he's like, look, baby, look. I know I'm supposed to be free, but I gotta talk to my guys. You know, I, I mean, there's two little kids in that house. He might be like, oh, I gotta do some work for a few minutes. <laughs> just, just drive around the block for a little while. It's a 15 minute spot, but it takes an hour and a half. I don't know why, but uh, yeah. <laughs> um, like, hey, Gunny, you know, my wife, I used to tell her, say, she said, uh, "We gonna play golf?" I said, "Yeah." How long does it take? I say, it's about six, seven hours. Yeah. Golf's a long and, time. And she goes, so yeah. I went to this golf course, Kenlock, and they don't let you have your phone on, on the course. So now every time I play golf, and I know my wife at work right now, she's not listening, I tell her that I can't use the phone on the golf course. So for six oh, hours, I don't have to worry about the house calling me. It's <laughs> good advice. So yeah. what, are you, what are you doing? I mean, I, I know that you got to get your body right, and – Hockey's such a grueling sport, so you're probably resting. But I mean, you got ten days off, I think. What What do you do to kind of keep past the time? Babysit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a, there's a couple of things about that, right? So it's we we start practicing on Thursday, so you know it's just just over a week. We don't play for you know is it ten days, maybe um, eleven days, but you know it's it's the mental break as much as the physical break. Um, We've been on the road a bunch this last month, and I got a, you know, we have an 11 year old daughter, or 11 week old daughter, um, and a 21 month old son. So it's, yeah, you know, it's, I, I spent it's it in a busy house. Arlington, actually. It's a busy house, but, you know, I've been able to do stuff this past week that I've missed out on, you know, throughout the season, you know, being on the road. Uh, so we've done, we've done a lot of things, kind of the checklist stuff that uh, we wanted to do. You know, we this weekend we went to the Air and Space Museum in Chantilly. And oh, that was uh, oh, you about my house. That was, yeah, it was unbelievable. Um, you know, just the, the everyday stuff and and being able to parent together, obviously, and and just experience those stuff. You know, the moments that we haven't been able to share because of the season has, has been really nice. Uh, you think about it, though. I, I think people don't get this. You you are on the road, doing stuff, like, all the time to where life can get past you. And when you just have the chance to just sit at home, what are some of the things that hit you and said, like, wow, I didn't even notice this? Like, you, like you talk about your two kids are so young, but I guarantee you, you missed some things 
that you saw in the last week or so? Well, yeah, and, I, you know, I have to get brought up back to speed pretty quick. Um, I, you know, on top of on top of the road trips, game days, I'm I'm pretty useless at home, to be honest with you, right? We, we pregame skate, I come back, and I right, I meet lunch, I got I got a nap, and then I go to the, I get to the rink about two and a half, three hours early for the game. So there's not much time being spent at home. I get home late. So, yeah, this, this whole week is kind of, you know, what – what kind of schedule is Ella on? You know, when, what are we feeding her? We started, we did some sleep training this week where, you know, you got to let her cry it out. And that's like, that's that, that was tough. Um, but, you know, we, we kind of lined it up. So it, it worked perfectly to, for us both to be home. And, you know, those are moments that, you know, we, I, I could have missed. Um, but yeah, it's, it's every day. There's something new. Like I, I just got back from a little, I took my son to a little like gymnastics class. You know, it's that open gym. Everything's padded, so they just run around like crazy. And I've been, I, you know, I did that the last two days, and it, it's great. Like it's, uh, you know, he's been going for a little bit now, but it's it's been my first time there. So seeing those moments, just seeing him smile, interact with other kids, and you know, kind of bang his face off the floor because he runs so fast. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's been special. I got a feeling that Mrs. Hathaway lined everything up so that you were home for a week of sleep training during your uh, all-star <laughs> break. That, I'm just playing a hunch there. I don't know anything. Uh, yeah, let me show him what my life is about. Uh, there's no I, there's no accidents in the schedule, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> I agree with that. Dude, um, we're talking with our friend Garnet Hathaway from the Washington Capitals. I, I, I've been meaning to ask you this because – Obviously, Alex Ovechkin is the most recognizable athlete in our city. He's the best. He's a future Hall of Famer. He's going to break Wayne Gretzky. I mean, an unthinkable record. He's going to break it. And I know I've seen Ovi in public just get mobbed by people um, in a good way. Like, just people want yeah, yeah, pictures people and autographs. They want to be around right? What's it like? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, maybe you and your wife got to go out for a date this week because you had the week off for the All-Star break and you're out at some nice Arlington restaurant, whatever it is. How often are you getting recognized? That was, that's the nicest way of saying that. I think yeah, you could have. Well, what do they say? They say, hey, we, me, we hear you on the BBC you? show. <laughs> 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 we, we know you're not Ovi, but, but does anyone ever recognize you? Um, <laughs> that is not <laughs> what I asked. <laughs> Honestly, uh, no, like, like you said, we've, you know, we've had a few date nights this week and, you know, that more than triples, I think the last couple of months, which is, which has been really nice. And, and people are, you know, I, I, I've been recognized a few times. People are super respectful, um, you know, especially on a date night. Uh, and we, we go to a spot, Chloe in DC, which I highly recommend. I don't know if you guys haven't okay. been there. Uh, awesome. Awesome staff, awesome people working there, and you know they they know hockey too. But they've they've been super nice. Um, I took my son actually; he loves the hockey rink. So I took him, I took him to MedStar. Um, we had to go to you know, Target run, so we ended up going into MedStar and watching some pickup hockey. You know, and and even when you get a week my, off, my, you're still just going to the rink. Yeah, you gotta see hockey. He he. He loves it. I mean, the same day we went to the St. James too, and he just wanted to run around and look at the hockey rink. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I I was recognized around there. I think it, you know, I'm kind of in that hockey environment anyway. So people put two and two together pretty quickly. But yeah, it, you know, everyone in the DC area has been 
you know, super nice about it. Um, they see me with my kid, him running around and, you know, just say a quick hello and kind of like, Hey, are you going to Hathaway? And once I'm, once I nod, they're like a little more comfortable. They're like, Oh, Hey, like we really enjoy watching <laughs> you play. I got that a couple of times and, and, you know, and, that, and that's kind of it or a, a quick photo, but yeah, it's, you know, obviously the support around from our fans has been awesome. And for them to, you know, see the family side of it too and, and understand that, but, um, but also have a quick conversation is you know, so pretty unique. The early uh, estimate on, on, on young, young Hathaway, is he like dad where he likes to throw hands or what? hundred percent. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's I mean, he's, he's a terror guys. I don't know. Uh, he, I mean, yeah, the bumps and bruises will come, but he doesn't cry. He doesn't cry for long. If he smokes his face off or something. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty proud of that, but he, he, he's a great kid. Um, and, and seeing him interact with his, his little sister now has been, you know, more than, more than I can imagine. So the, the uh, you look forward when the other little guys come around. He's gonna be beating the hell out of them. Isn't he? Isn't he? We're trying to we're trying to match match him. You know, maybe a play date or two with some other high energy kids like him. Because you know, I, like I said, I just got back from that that gym, that gymnastics class, and he's he just runs constantly around the map. And I'm waiting for you know it's inevitable for him to run into another kid, uh, and then you just see who pops up first and. And the kids who pop up at the same time really quick, you're like, hey, we can we can keep running around you. That'll be fine. <laughs> Let these kids hang out. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what probably helps the, the nice people at Chloe when you roll in there with your wife for a date night or a brunch or whatever it is? Scoring the first goal in a win against the Blue Jackets in the last game before the All-Star break. How good did it get? How good did it feel to get that one? It's always, it's always nice. For some reason, I... It's happened in the last two years. I feel like I feel like they're the only team I've scored against. Um, so whenever they're coming up in the schedule, it, it feels pretty nice. You just get that weird, <laughs> kind of eerie kind of confidence. Like, oh, I might as well keep this going. Um, you know, and that's a, and that was a huge two points for us too. And I mean, that game feels like a month ago now, um, but we'll be back in you know a couple of days. And you know, teams are already playing. Teams are getting points right now, kind of chasing us and right around us so you know before you know we'll be in boston and we'll be be needing two points um garnet you ready for some great news yeah guess who channel four is sending to raleigh to cover caps hurricanes at nc state's football stadium i don't know who jupu fimbu <laughs> me dude we're gonna hang no, out in raleigh I, can you clear your schedule I, for I, me uh <laughs> I'll have some family there, but I can I can ask them to kind of wait around and uh, yeah we can we can set. Some, I thought you were going somewhere else or you even said last well, week. Well, he were, he was trying to get out of it. He was trying to get out of it, Garnet. But his job said, "Oh, we sending you down there." <laughs> no, so, me and B are in Arizona right now for the Super Bowl, but we'll be home for a week and then I'm coming to Raleigh, man. And dude, well, I think me and I'm got to find a way to just come down anyway. I think you should. Here's what I can tell you, Garnet. I don't know if your schedule will allow this, but one of my favorite steakhouses in the country is in Raleigh, Angus Barn. Have and ever, guess what, Arnold? Have you ever been to Angus Barn? Guess what, Garnet? I will pay for your steak dinner. Wow. What? Things are happening. Oh, you heard me? I do didn't I have, stutter. Do I have a plus, I'm going to pay for your drinks and everything. Plus six? 
What? Oh, man. Plus six. Uh, yeah, B said no problem. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I didn't say all those other up. people. I said I was going to pay for your schedules dinner. Opened up. <laughs> then you can pay for the other people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be well, fun, though. That'll be good to see you guys down there in you know, a football environment. But it, it should be a lot of fun with a hockey game outside. Yeah, I think that's going to be a blast. Last thing before we let you go, what's your Super Bowl pick? Oh, neither. They're both going to lose. The Bills are going to end up winning next year. I fly, Garnet, I got fly that. on the road to <laughs> the Bills victory. Bills are not going to win this year. You're, ma- you're not making any pick because your wife but, is listening and she's that big of a Bills fan? She's just, yeah, she's just down the, down the stairs. Hey, just tell her that until uh, I have that Super Bowl ring for no, Buffalo I, Bills right here. I, I, I'm I wearing think it. she's going to win. I do, too. I think you and I are on an yeah. island. Everybody what's else the, thinks it's Philly. The, hey, Garnet, tell, I'm, on, tell your wife I'm going to send a picture to you. You can show it to her. Of when you beat yeah. Buffalo in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Thanks. Yeah, she, she goes, I don't like that Brian Mitchell anymore. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, who are you going to dinner with? No. No, you aren't. No, no. Garnet, like, thank, thank you for the time, man. Take care, brother, man. Uh, <laughs> Enjoy the kids, man. Thanks. All right, that's our guy Garnet Hathaway, driven by Lindsey Volvo Cars of Alexandria, where their goal is your complete satisfaction. Be like Garnet, score your next Volvo with the assist from Lindsey in the crease of Alexandria and lindseyvolvocars.com. Before we go, got to tell you about our friends over at Paul Henry's. I've told you time and time again how much I've enjoyed working with Paul, the great work, the great craftsmanship. Paul Henry and his son and their team have completely changed my house. My screened-in porch was a room that I loved, but now it is a full part of our house. They built us walls. They built us windows. They built us doors. They've changed my house. They can do the same for you. Brian, I know you've had a ton of success. I've done a lot of work, and I had a lot of success with Paul. Paul came in. He did all the windows. He did some doors for me. And you know what? I need Paul to come back because I have a little uh, a trellis, uh, like a walkway from one, from one garage to the other. And I need Paul to come back and take care of some of that. And Paul does not only just windows and doors, he does other stuff as well. And uh, I saw them do such a great job for me already. And I'm going to make sure I go out there and do deal with them again because I always want to go with the people that I know are going to be successful in what they're trying to do. So you can give Paul a call right now. You get $100 off windows with a five-window minimum and up to $500 off doors. Contact Paul Henry's Window Installation today. And tell them B. Mitch and Finley sent you. PaulHenryWindows.com, your clear home improvement choice.